Today on the Back Row Fantasy Show, we talk about the most important position in IDP fantasy football if you're talking about the back half of the field. It's DBs on the Back Row Fantasy Show. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Neil Crabtree. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Backeth Roweth Fantasy Showeth with Bark and Arms and Neil. Good morning. Oh, Neil. Neil's not here. Neil's not here. Neil's not here. It hurts my heart, but it's going to be okay. Welcome to a very uh, prompt and proper back row fantasy show. Just me and Arms in the studio today. We're going to talk about defensive backs top 10, which is the most exciting thing apart about, apart, about, apart, about the most uh, exciting did, that thing. That was not even a skip. Don't hit the table. The record might skip, might skip, might skip. The most exciting thing about doing this is knowing that sleepers, busts, and breakouts are on the way. It's Listen, it's not that the DBs are horrible to talk about. The The problem that you run into is they're horrible to talk about. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's listen, this may have been a good one for you to do that whole uh, doing it on my own thing. Oh, maybe I should have. You know, you could have called me. I could have slept at home by myself. Well, it's not like I'm sleeping here with you. This just got really sleeping awkward. Sleeping here in the studio with me. It's arms and his two pythons and his D. <laughs> see what you did there no i'm just saying like um it's very top heavy yeah and, it is. and, and your good your goods are pretty damn great your goods are good and your your pretty goods are like your mediocres are potential uh, top 10 guys every yeah, year <laughs> yeah, i mean your your average guys are the guys that you, you kind of you're like yeah i, mean, I could maybe stream somebody and and uh and outdo this let's be real you can stream your defensive backs and still be successful but the name of the game like lambert said on the last episode is winning the position yes so yes i do try to acquire the blanks of the world and the blanks of the world and i, I try want that you know that heavy hitting defensive backfield on my team but i'm not paying the premium i i just <laughs> you're, you're not going to get me to pay the premium i would rather stream them than pay the premium Getting these guys is more about the draft, yeah, and your oh, initial, yeah. and your initial draft, the initial draft and your rookie drafts. That's where you want to kind of focus a little bit when you're like, can I should I take this fifth wide receiver because he's got so much upside, or do I go ahead and grab a, a high flight DB here? You know, if the high flight DBD is a guy we name in our top ten, you might want to grab that high flight DB instead of. Uh, wide receiver number five which what who who's that going to be uh instead of grabbing juju smith schuster <laughs> don't you don't don't you do that uh juju or a db here i think i'm a i think i'm a side db baby you're the worst person i know yeah you are the you're the worst that's okay so world of sports only thing i can think of to touch on nfl seems to be still heading in the right direction NBA didn't for a minute, but now they're back on the right direction. And that one that, that threw me off. I'm like, well, I, and listen, to however you view it, that's not my problem, not my opinion. But what I'm sitting there thinking, what are they going to do? I had no clue. Like, 
if I think I, mean, I could be wrong. I feel like the Clippers are about out of it, but the if the the Lakers step away, I'm just like, oh my god. And then of course the Bucks, first one to step for a minute there. It, it I'm not trying to be mean, but it felt like they Get were dicey. Try, they were dicey. They were trying to out social justice SJW the other. Right. It's like, dude, come on, just like. I, Get, Your boycotting one game, I'll raise you two. Yeah, I'll raise you two. I'm sitting out the whole damn seat. Whoa, 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 LeBron. <laughs> or like Penelope on SNL. I don't know if you've seen Penelope. it. Penelope. <laughs> Penelope on SNL. She's like, mm, you're going to boycott one game. I'm going to boycott two games because I, um, I was raised in a boycott. Um, I was I was lost at Boycott C once. I'm going to boycott I'm gonna boycott the whole season because my middle name is Boy and my last name is Cot. Oh, that's beautiful. Penelope. So, it's back on. Everything's fine. Training camps are fired up. We're getting camp news. Jerry Judy looks like an absolute <laughs> stud. Arms. Yeah. yeah. Did did I not know that was going to happen? We all knew it was going to happen, but my God, the route running is already on display in training camps. Just he's absolutely freaking, magical. Because he's incredible. And he's, yeah. He's going to be as advertised. And whenever you, you look back and you see that Jerry Judy is, you know, like at least a top 10 wide receiver by the end of next year you're gonna be like oh nice job raiders you got the fast kid nice job could i had jerry why do they do this to themselves listen i like rugs too uh, no i do too and he very well may end up being a baller but you know brian edwards is the talk of the town in raiders camp and jerry judy already being heralded as holy shit look at that route running so, so Dude, that's what the raiders have needed for so Long route running, sure hands. What Amari Cooper was supposed to be? Jerry Judy's that guy. Yeah. So, so the the heartbreaker for me, okay, is it, I, it's like we can either draft high side, high side for uh, rugs is Tyreek Hill. Like that's kind of his ceiling, yeah. sort, sort of. Maybe he can be a better route runner. I don't know. Maybe he's got better hands. I don't know. But historically, the the Stupidly fast guys don't pan out to be great wide receivers, but great route runners always end up with being productive. Look at Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper has the drops like none other, but yet he's a 1,011, 1,200-yard receiver every year because he's open by running his routes. You can scheme for speed. You can't scheme whenever a dude leaves you on skates. Yep. So absolutely, some, that, that's a heartbreaker for me. Some other news and notes. Uh, I, I want to take this time to talk about someone that I I don't remember if you did or not. Arms, but in our tight end rookie preview, I was pretty high on Harrison Bryant. You can't put a lot of stock in camp news, but Harrison Bryant has apparently stood out with his play on the field in Cleveland. Uh, maybe that maybe this is part of what makes David and Joku expendable. Uh, Jalen Rager looking great for I've the heard, Eagles. I've heard Isaiah Coulter. Standout speed at Texans rookie camp. They need wide receivers to step up pretty badly. We talked about Jerry Judy. We've talked about Brian Edwards. Uh, this is don't don't buy too much into to camp stuff. But David Montgomery hurt. Looks like short term. Uh, Devin Singletary got hurt today, I believe. Mm -hmm. And there's already a lot of talk about how good Zach Moss has looked. You know that guy, you know, Zach Moss? You remember no, that no, guy? Never heard of him. <laughs> but, I mean, there's things are happening. you got uh, Kalen Balazs. I, I called it that he would get cut or traded on the last uh, Backer Dolphin show, which was a couple weeks ago. 
He did get traded to the Jets. So now, wow, Frank, somebody got ripped off. Yeah, well, conditional seventh. Yeah, they got ripped off. Yeah, so you got, you got like, what's the condition? That's that's a, the real question. It's that like he, it's, that he plays. It's a seventh or. <laughs> Or you're actually going to have to give us back a pick for his. Uh, if, either either the Jets gave up a seventh, or they get a sixth back for taking the contract. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, Sterling Shepard has dominated corners in camp. Not exactly rookie news, but hey, you go Sterling Shepard. You've always been good, just not really on the field all the time. If he stays healthy, dude, stud. Uh, yeah, has been for a long time. Uh, but don't put too much stock into things. But keep an eye on things at the same time jordan love apparently looks like absolute trash and aaron Rodgers is just smiling like yeah could have got me a wide receiver yeah could 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 have got me a, a brian edwards somewhere along the line there uh, who looks had, like he's going to be a stud i had no love for jordan love to begin with though not a you know ton I mean? I mean it's that it's that athletic high upside that we've seen come and fail all the time meanwhile the peyton mannings and you know the accurate not baller arm guys still yep. take the league by storm because you know quarterbacks with a good head on their shoulders and, and just smart it's so much more important to be smart than it is to be athletic yeah i'm not mean, saying jordan loves a dumbass but he's not a cerebral quarterback but but his athleticism isn't on a level of even a patrick mahomes uh let alone a lamar jackson to where he can use that to carry himself beyond the 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 mental side of the game i think that's debatable i think patty just has more natural throwing talent than than jordan love does i mean i don't know i feel like mahomes is he's deceptive i would i would say that he's more mobile this is gonna sound like such an asshole thing to say but then alex smith who was known as a mobile quarterback yeah you know what i mean and i mean he's not so mobile now but that's you know obviously some pretty catastrophic injuries but um i like that that was one of the things like he he could get out and move i mean I would put Mahomes probably like top five most mobile quarterbacks in the league. Oh yeah, and, and on he, top, oh, of, he's athletic as hell. I just I think I think it's uh, I think it's debatable on whether it's like not close. Like Jordan loves pretty athletic. He just doesn't have the arm talent. He's got the arm strength, but part of Patty Mahomes' arm talent is I can run the accuracy. a forty to the side and put a dime on the left. You know, run to the right, put a dime on the left side of the field. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's special. Exactly, very special. So let's dive right in. Uh, defensive back time. Yes, I know you're excited. You're all excited. Super, super duper excited. I already know that we're not consensus at one. So, Arms, why don't you start out and give me give me that number one DB that you would pay a first-round pick for. <laughs> Probably not paying a first-round pick for any, any of the DBs, but... If there was one I was going to do, and, and you can give me a crystal ball and tell me this guy's going to be healthy all year, uh, it's going to be Derwin James. Derwin James is, is the best, cor- or excuse me, de- the best safety in the league right now. He's the best overall fantasy DB um, through weeks uh, 14 through 17, just coming off an injury. I think he came back week 13. He was still DB 16 on a horrible team. Right. All right. Um, and. Be, playing DB, it does matter. Yes, he's a run support guy, but like they're not throwing in his direction at all. They're not throwing the damn ball because the Chargers were down in every game, like big from weeks fourteen to sixteen, um, with an improved team in theory, right? In theory, yeah. in, in an improved team um, that should give him some more opportunity to Tyrod Taylor led team. <laughs> big theory. Oh yeah. Anyhow, um, and 
if if it doesn't give him a lot more opportunity as far as you know pass defenses interceptions he's still a run support monster right so you know if their other team's starting to just trying to ramp down the throat they move him up stack the box with james and james i mean he's going to be a tackle monster if you give him a full season yeah. i mean he came with strong at the end he just He's a great player. Three or four games, you can't become what Derwin James is right. in three or four games. He's too good. No, he is too good. It's all about just staying on the field. And I actually like you taking that leap, putting Derwin James at number one, because you know he was number one going into last season to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And the injury is really the only thing that can derail and, and this lot, guy. Honestly, people will forget about him right now. Yeah, yeah. now's a good time to draft him late. Great time to draft him late in startup. So, uh, quick apology it's hot in the studio, so if you do hear some noise in the background, there is an AC on in the in the studio. And we're we, large we can't men. Help so. We're large. We're large men. We have flaps that get sweaty if we don't keep them cool. So you know, we're and, not, and we're not streaming because both of us have our shirts off. Yeah, we're not streaming because oh, that's right there, arms. <laughs> that, that, that's entirely a joke, actually. You know, so <laughs> probably so easy to say when we're not streaming it, anybody. <laughs> So, anyways, I've got uh, Buda Baker. It's a generic pick, but Buda Baker has been really consistent in the league. If there's a guy I'm targeting, uh, drafting early, it's Buda Baker. I love Derwin James. If not for the injury issue, this would be a toss-up for me. Uh, but Buda Baker's my guy. Arizona safety's freaking do it all the time. And and listen. In theory, I need to just go look at their depth chart to see if there's another one out there. I'm like, sure there is. There's probably. Well, you it's were like talking Trey about Boston. <laughs> you were talking about a guy earlier. I'm sure we'll talk about it again later. But uh, in theory, I think Kyler Murray with DeAndre Hopkins and uh, Kenyon Drake. Like in theory, this team should have some leads that they're trying to defend the pass to keep. Begrudgingly, I'm going to agree with you. Begrudgingly, because I just think that. Uh, that Kenyon Drake's a stud. Obviously, that's that's reason. I, I mean, the team has some offensive firepower. They do. They do. So if they can put it all together, DeAndre Hopkins should help a little bit. Uh, some teams are going to be throwing the ball more against them. So not as much milking of the clock. Buda Baker is uh, effective no matter where he's at on the field, whether it's in the box or in the backfield. Buda Baker's still going to get his. So I, I love keeping him a lock at one. Who you got at two arms? Um, more of the same. It's Buddha Baker. I mean, Buddha, 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 rocking everywhere. To me, we're, we're looking at a, a, literally a true coin flip uh, between him and Derwin James. And I took the leap because I do recall I, Derwin James hit the scene hard his rookie year and was heads and head and shoulders above basically everybody else for quite a while during that season. Right. Um, and then Buddha last year, Buddha showed up. Buddha, Buddha did his thing. James was hurt the biggest part of the year. Um, I, Equal, very equal from a talent standpoint. Buddha probably has a lower, or excuse me, a higher floor than Derwin James. Uh-huh. Um, just because of, you know, that, that offense does look like it's going to be better than uh, than the Chargers offense. Um, so, in the, in theory, you know, more opportunity for people to try to, you know, heave it down and Buddha get some pass defenses, a few interceptions. And, of course, like you said, he's excellent in the box. The guy's, the guy's just an all-around study. Yeah. I mean, you I don't could, know if he's as good as I am in the box, but he's good. You you could make the the argument right now. I mean, I probably our top five. We could all make the argument he's the best. They're the best safety in the league. The um, yes, yeah, so. yeah. Well, you know what? My five is a little bit of a drop off to me. My top four, I think you can argue, is the 
is is okay. Yeah, no, no, I'm with you. Yep, top four, number five, not so much. Uh, we probably have a, the same number five. Kind of a tier two. Now I'm interested to see who we do have at number five. So, but it, it, it's tier two for me at number five. So you had Buddha at two. I got Jamal Adams at two. Uh, Jamal Adams, you know, a season removed from being number one. Yeah, I mean he's he's pretty freaking good, and now he's going to be on a team with better coaching, better scheme, better pizza, Papa John's. I, no, see, I mean, for real, the Seahawks always have really good safety schemes. Like, got, we we fell for guys in Seattle like Marquise Blair, yep. Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas was good. Bradley McDougal. Bradley McDougal. Like, there's always a performer there, and now you're going to take a perennial pro bowler and put back there in a good scheme with good coaching, good players, good freaking chemistry. Dude, Jamal Adams is locked in for a top three season. So, so I'll just keep stroking your ego here and say that's my number three. It's not my ego you're stroking. Thank God we're we're not streaming tonight. So once again, 2018 um, defensive back number one overall from weeks one through 12, and he got injured, I believe, in week 13. He was DB3. Uh, DB3. DB, DB. Behind uh, Logan Ryan, which had a baller year, especially for a corner. And then, of course, the aforementioned Buda Baker. Um, about 0.4 points behind Buddha. Yeah. I mean, we're splitting hairs here. We're talking about, like I said a minute ago, possibly the best safety in the league. So, yeah, um, more of the same. Jamal's a stud, um, a fresh outlook, and like you said, Seattle just always has somebody. It could be nobody, but it's not. Yep. So. Absolutely. So, uh, three. Just go ahead and tell me. Uh, no, that was my three. Jamal Adams is my three. Oh, I'm sorry. Two to three transition gets confusing sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number three, this is a uh, uh, – you've got to have him high. It's Landon Collins. It's it's a little generic here. Landon Collins. Captain perennial. Gennario. Captain Gennario. It's going to get better, folks. But Landon Collins, he's just in the top five to, to seven. To I mean, last year in our league format, he finished eight. But we're talking splitting hairs. We're talking – fractions of a point not even close to a half a point you you know from being number six well he finished actually i think four in total production yeah i'm looking at points per game so and and it's all about how you sort right right but i mean but that's what he does i mean so he's my four that's so I'll, i'll continue kind of down the path but when landon collins is healthy he's basically one two three four or five yeah 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 it's a lock it's a lock so like that deserves top top three and four consideration when you're a lock every year and a few of the other guys on down the list are not you got to do what you got to do and once it, keep them there and it's going to sound boring and because i mean it's like bad team kind of bad team he was on a bad team last year Landon Collins, you know, also Washington, I mean, I feel like they're going to improve as well. and They have to. But Collins, is he's a baller no matter where he's at. The guy stays on the field, there will be production. Collins is stud. And for me, that ends my, that, that guy could be the best player or the best safety in the league conversation. Because he's your four, right? Mm-hmm. So, so same thing. Uh, so our top four were interchangeable. We just had them in different spots. My number four is Derwin James. For all the mentions you reason, all the mentions you reason, all the reasons you mentioned, and and that's it. That's tier. Use your words, Barker. Use that your is, words. That is words are hard today. That's the tier one. So now it starts to get interesting because I don't see anyone on my list that I am comfortable saying surges into that top four. So I didn't do it. I played it safe. I played it safe. But let's start getting fucking freaky arms 
get your hand off my thigh. You Who's are... your number five? Well, so five. I feel like my five is as consistent as it gets because he basically finishes like four, five, six every year. Jordan Poyer. Jordan Poyer. Poyer's an animal. I mean, he's an animal. Oh, Poyer's a great guy. There was a few years back, I remember us talking about it on a show, and he was like first, second, or third, but the uh, two two more safeties were on his team, kind of the way that uh, Arizona's been doing it this past year. It was, I think, our first season uh, on the show. But Poyer's a stud. He always finishes, you know, top six or seven. Um, I expect nothing less than him doing that again. He To me, he's the probably – for the rest of the guys I'm going to talk about, he's he's far and away the safest pick. Yeah, yeah. Boyer's really good. <laughs> now, I got to say, I don't have him on my list. You're Now, li- listen, You're- listen. The reason I don't have Jordan Poyer on my list is technically points per game he finished 10th. Points per game he finished 10th. and He's, he's averaged o- like 158 points a season. I know. He's good, but... I've got guys that I think are going to rise above a little bit. So my number five, kind of surprised you didn't have him at five because we're talking about... Literally averaging almost exactly 155. Go ahead, sorry. We're talking about another captain of consistency. We are talking four years in a row at 60 or more tackles, but never 70 (laughs) assists. Not assists, (laughs) solos. Never 70. Four years of 60-plus tackles. Locked in. Four years... Of 20-plus assists, but never 30. (laughs) Locked in. You're guaranteed to get 60-some and 20-some out of this guy, and he's a Buckeye, as Von Bell. Von Bell is literally captain consistency at the position because you know exactly what you're getting. You're guaranteed. You're guaranteed. But you're guaranteed the the 15th overall production of safety, though. What? Yeah, I believe it's already. You once again, you're probably sorting by points per game, aren't you? Fifth overall. Okay, fifth I, overall. I, I sorted points by total per game. Po- total uh, points. He, Eleven he missed, points per missed game. Missed a few games. So. He, he missed the last three games of the yep, season. Yep, yep. You're but, right. You're but right. you're, you know, you're getting, you're getting ten plus a game out of Von Bell. You nope. just are, and that to me, that's good for fifth. No, yeah, I mean, man, he could have, he could have broke seventy tackles. In 30. No, no, he couldn't. He never has. He can't. If he just played his last three games, man. I know. I, I co- I'm confident he could have got four more tackles. Now it makes me question, like, has Von Bell played a full season? or hey, He played a full he, season the, the year before. Uh, Yeah, looks yeah. like he did. Yeah. So but, Von but Bell. But I want to say he was injured his first two years. He was on track to, to have a career season, and then those <laughs> last three games were like, mm-mm, buddy, you're staying under 70, and you're staying under 30. Not gonna let it happen. Poor guy. Poor poor guy. Yeah. But he made the move this off season, right? He was well. Help me out. He was in New Orleans last year, wasn't he? Yeah. To to my knowledge, he's still in New Orleans. Cincinnati. Did Von Bell go to Cincy? Von Bell's in Cincinnati. I just pulled an arms. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's in Cincinnati now. He was in New Orleans last year. Wow, I pulled an arms on but, that one. Hey, you know sorry, what? Sorry, you did it once. I've been doing it once, so we're but, even. But here's the thing. I, I'm i not 100% confident be, with the presence of Bell that one of my later guys is going to do as well as I expect him to. Um, so my number six. Um, I think he will, and I think there's reasons. So my number six is going to be John Johnson. John Johnson. Um, up to injury last year. 
guy's DB number five. I'm going to say he got injured like week six or seven. Uh, very consistently in the top six, seven, eight. Um, expect him to bounce back fine this year and finish in top six, seven, or eight. Um, nothing super exciting to talk about with John Johnson. It's just if you like consistent guys with boring names, he's your guy. Well, I hate the fact that you have him there. I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that you've got him that high. Uh, my number six is John Johnson, uh, <laughs> Los Angeles Rams. Oh, uh, oh different one. For, yeah, totally for, different guy. Different one. This guy, again, uh, health is the factor. He did not play much of the season, but my God, he's really freaking good when he plays. He's only 26. This is year number four. Uh-huh. Last year, not 2019, but 18, he had 80 solos and 34 assists. And I'm going to say he 11 finished. 11 pass defenses. Like, Dude is good, I man. I want to say he's finished real high second half of his uh, his rookie year even. Yeah, he did. He's he's just good for all the same reasons. If he stays on the field, you got a good one. And you know what? This is defensive backs is where you take these shots and I'd be completely comfortable drafting John Johnson and uh who who else is in it? Derwin James. Oh, I'd yeah. be so comfortable loading up on the injury risks in my defensive backfield. And then grabbing a couple, you know, possible eight to nine point guys to, to follow him up later. Just grab that upside. Don't worry about injury with defensive backs. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, because it, sometimes it does have to do with scheme. You know, think about it. you got a strong safety. If the team likes to use strong safety and run support, it doesn't matter what warm body they put out there. That guy's probably going to produce. So take the shot on the guy who's going to get injured with tremendous upside. Yeah, and then like keep eyes on James. their backups. Yeah, and then just, yeah, I mean, his backup's going to go for nothing because everyone's going to be like, damn it, Jer- Derwin James got hurt. Right. Not even looking to see, what is it, uh, I feel like Jordan Fuller's his backup. I don't know. Now, now i got to look that up. No idea. Damn it, Barker, why do you do this to me? Well, yeah. All right, so um, number seven, who you got at seven? Also, we're reversing here. Seven. Well, you actually started, and then... Then you you deferred to me at five because you want to know who my favorite no, was. No, you started. No, you started. No, you started. Oh, I started? You did. All right, Jesse Bates. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. God bless America. I'll just go ahead and say I hate that pick, too, because I got Jesse Bates it's, at seven. It's Aloha Gilman is uh, Derwin James' backup. Yeah. Where the hell did Fuller go? Anyhow. I don't know. So, why do you like Jesse Bates? Because it's the same reasons, I'm sure. L- listen, Jesse Bates has been rock solid since he came into the league. Mm-hmm. He's just... He's just rock solid. He had a little bit of a down year compared to his rookie year last year. Still placed in the top 15. Uh, now he's going to have a better safety across from him. Actually, Sean Williams of Cincinnati finished higher by a smidge than Jesse Bates mm-hmm. last year, which makes me comfortable having Von Bell in there still and Jesse Bates. Not to mention, we've got a Bengals team that theoretically should be better and should be in passing situations on defense more often. I just like Jesse Bates. He's just he's just rock solid. You've got a sprinkling of guys in this top 10, 15, even 20 that you just have a feeling won't sniff it again. So Je- oh, yeah, Jesse yeah, Bates yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, back-to-back top 10 seasons. And you, you can hate the Joe Burrow pick. You can not like Joe Burrow all you want. I'm all in on Joe Burrow. So am I. I mean, I, I firmly and wholeheartedly believe Burrow gets them in a position to win consistently. And, like, Bates has been doing this on trash teams. Yep. Bates, I mean, he might be the 
the best chance to go from like six, seven, eight to one, two, three. You know, yeah. to to enter that elite conversation. I mean, along with someone like Bell, right? Um, but I, I mean, I love me some Jesse Bates, and I, once again, consistency. I feel like the second half of our top ten—that's the theme. It's like who's going to be here, and we think is going to be here again and again because, for the most part, they have. Right. You just you want to go with that consistency, and Jesse Bates has been that since he came into the league. Yeah. So. Who Jesse you, Bates is like herpes. Once you got him, you're like he's not going anywhere. You can't get rid of him yeah. because you're not going to get any value out of him. And, and Valtrex, right? Yeah, Valtrex. You just, you know, you keep swallowing that little pill and you're just, you're going to be fine. I mean, it doesn't get rid of it. It just keeps from flare-ups. Yeah, from keeps it from flare-ups. Keeps them from those Jesse Bates flare-ups. So who you got at number eight? Well, this is where I start uh, start kind of... Tier three. We got a tier three movement well, here. I'm, 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 I'm not going to say reaching. I'm saying guys who I think have upside based on some changes in situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, for me, this is Terrell Edmonds. All right. Um, Another guy I don't have on my list, but I like him. Listen, so I think Bill, uh, Big Ben's return forces some action his way that he didn't get to see last year. Okay. So, if you, I mean, if you look at his rookie, I mean, he, fin- he had 70 tackles last year. All right. No interceptions and only four pass defenses. In a part-time role, his rookie year, he had four pass defenses. You know what I mean? So, what what's this tell me? The the uh, Bengals, Jesus, the Steelers just weren't that good last year. No, they were not. They were there were times that in they would have been ahead if Big Ben was there, and there would have been some forced plays that that went Terrell Edmonds' way. Um, the guy athletically elite, and I just I feel like he's got it. Um, He's got it, you know, talent in spades. I mean, I I believe I had him as like a top five guy going into last year, or at least top ten guy going into last year, and I'm 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 doubling down on him. I, I don't I don't hate that at all. I don't I don't hate it. I, I like Terrell Edmonds. I don't have him in my top ten because I haven't seen enough yet to want him in there. Uh, instead, I've got a young guy, Taylor Rapp, Los Angeles Rams. Now, listen, a lot of the reason he got playing time is because John Johnson went down, but Taylor Rapp proved that he is a starter in the league. Uh, he's a guy that I admittedly had on my team. Well, just about every league I had Taylor Rapp on my team, I picked him up as an undrafted free agent in rookie drafts. I, I wanted to hold on. Roster cuts didn't allow me to do that, and I really regretted it because Taylor Rapp was absolutely phenomenal over the second half of the season, posting double digits from week eight on except for two times. So back half of the season, and one of them was 9.75 points. Like, he was good. (laughs) Literally, John Johnson gets injured. Literally. Taylor Rapp actually performs better from that point forward. Yeah, well, you hate to say better because John Johnson had double-digit points the first four games of the year and a 9.75 in there as well with a a 5, with a dud. It's almost identical. Like, the back half of Taylor Rapp's season – is pretty much identical to the first half of John Johnson. It, it'll be interesting to see how they play together. Hopefully not like we are off camera. Yeah, I mean, well, I hope they have good chemistry like us. Oh, give some the jam. Now, but um, I don't have rap in my top ten. But I mean, it's to me, I just feel like John Johnson will come in and and kind of command the role that he had before. I think he's going to be, you know, a, a more of a presence. But if do I have like. Put my paycheck confidence on it? No. 
No, I don't. I mean, Rap's good. Rap proved it the second half of the, of the year. I mean, from the moment that uh, Johnson went down, Rap did everything Johnson does. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's good. I, I definitely worth a spot in there, but so so is Trejo Edmonds. That's it, we, we get dicey at this 8, 9, and 10 spot. Speaking of which, who you got a 9? Speaking of dicey, uh, Justin Reed. Not Eric Reed, who actually finished second. Right. But Let's talk about Eric Reed real quick. Eric Reed, Lambert mentioned him on the last one, then we'll transition into Justin. But he, Eric Reed, currently not on the team. Doesn't have a damn job. Neither, neither does Logan Ryan. There's two guys in, in the top five that I want to say top three. They are. Yeah, two guys in top three. They're, they're just probably not going to be there because they're not on teams. Training camp is like halfway through. What do you expect out of guys that aren't on a team? These these are Logan Ryan is kind of a playmaker, but Eric Reed is kind of a liability. Man, he's I mean, a tackler, but he's not good in coverage, and you have to be able to do it all at the, yeah, at that but the, level. The guy put up ninety seven tackles last year. I, I mean, I guess he's that, all over the place, but he, he runs sport. I mean, rushes the passer. How many times have you seen a shitty corner in the top twenty because they just keep getting burnt, I, I, and then they catch him and tackle him? I mean, it's hey, Tredavious White was a, like a top five guy for a while. Yeah. It, is anyone throwing at Tredavious White right now? No, he's Revis Island. He's a freaking stud. Yeah. So I mean, now I don't know, man. I I just think Reed Reed does a lot in run support, but he doesn't have a team, so you can't put him in the top ten. That's my thought. Just or Eric Reed, I got Justin Reed in the top ten um, because I do believe in the talent. I I believe that he's you know a good run support safety and. I mean, the guy's got the pedigree. They drafted him. They put the stock into him for a reason. It just – he had an up-and-down season last year. I mean, it's – I like him. I've liked I, Justin Reed, you know, for a long oh, we time. we loved him A1 day one with Justin Reed. But. Yeah, I just – but uh, it's uh, – injuries are, are a part of it and, and lack of top 15 is a part of it. My God, he's got all the potential in the world. So he's a good submission there because it's, it's a nice upside pick and you got to throw some in there. We can't just go down the line. I mean, as a rookie, he finished top 15. Yeah. But then there was some fall off and I mean he missed one game last year, but that that game certainly wasn't, you know, twenty tackles, so right. Fifteen tackles. Right. So so my nine I've got Jabril Peppers in there, which is kind of shocking. I almost put him there. That we that we talk about Jabril Peppers, but the uh the the change to the Giants did him so some good. Honestly, the stats were about the same as they were in Cleveland in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Like Really, really, really close to the same. Good old Jabriel Peppers. He had a couple. He had three forced fumbles, which he didn't have in Cleveland. And he had an extra pass defense and, I believe, a touchdown. So that that kind of vaulted him into the top ten. I We've liked Jabril Peppers for a long time. He's he's 24. We didn't exactly believe he would be a fantasy asset. But, but he's proven that he can be. Mm-hmm. So 24 years old. Going into what is fourth year in the league? Yes, I believe so. Yes. So I liked putting him in there at number nine. I've always been a fan. He's kind of a super athlete. He's like the David and Joku of of defenses. <laughs> and uh, I just—that's from like week week one, show one, right? For the ones who don't know. So Jabril, he's my dude. He's my dude in the top ten. He 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 squeezed in there. There's only one guy that I think is a bigger reach than him in my top 10, but we'll get there. Number 10 for you. 
man, I mean, you want to talk about someone who just didn't do anything last year? Yeah. He got injured week one. Jonathan Abram of the Raiders. I mean, they spent a first round first rounder on him. I mean, everything going into the draft, he looked like he was going to be a star. He actually was performing well week one, gets injured, and the season's over. Um, taking a, a kind of a stab in the dark here, but I, I'm going to go ahead and put my stamp on him and say Abram is going to be the guy. If he's healthy, there's I, definitely I, there's definitely reason to be optimistic. I think this this Raiders team is is quickly becoming a team to where you're going to have to try to find the weaknesses on defense, and they're going to start testing the unproven guys. And Abram is an unproven guy. Don't hate it at all. Don't hate it at all. Uh, number ten. You had Abrams at ten. Jonathan Abram. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure no we're on S, the same page. Abram, just Abram. Okay, so I've got a true shot in the dark here. Number 10. You know what? I'm not going to say it yet. God, what, what, why would you do that? Real quick. I want to talk about a few of the guys that didn't make it. Tracy Walker was a top five last year. Give me one reason to stay here. I can't. I can't give a reason for you to stay there. You, just, you, you weren't even going to put him there. I, I, you I just to, can't. You had to get that drop in, didn't I, you? I don't trust the Lions. Man, now that I kind of click back, look on Jabril Peppers, like, probably should, I probably should have put him in there. I looked at it, and I'm like, ah, stats are way too low. I didn't realize he missed, like, five or six games. So, ni- nice call on Jabril Peppers. Yeah, I like so. I Yeah. Listen, he played pretty damn well. I mean, he matched stats with that many short games. The Tracy Walker, a guy that didn't make it, I don't think, I just don't, I don't see it. You know, it was kind of a late blooming kind of thing. Tracy Walker is, I mean, it was his second year, but, and he was a third round pick, but I'm just not sure about the Lions always scare me. There's so many guys that are so interchangeable. Yeah. They have a guy that just skyrockets and they're like a top 10 DB and then it's a different guy next year. Yeah. And that guy's complete trash. Yep. You're like, what, wait, what, what happened there? I know. And yeah, then, no, I, I feel you there. And and we talked about Eric Reed, Logan Ryan. They're not on teams, so there's there's three out of the top five. I'm just not comfortable with. I wanted to put Justin Simmons in. Sean Williams, not comfortable Sean, with him I, because I, same. Von Bell's there. Yeah, I, I I you know me. I'm an Eddie Jackson guy. I like Eddie. Jackson. Eddie Jackson was just bad last year. I mean, maybe there's you know there can be a turnaround, but I don't know. I love me some ha ha uh, ha ha Clinton Dix. Yeah, but he's he's proven to be just a, a solid starter and nothing more. Yeah, he's solid. He's not great anymore. Um, I mean, there there's just there's just guys out. I mean, what Bethesda seems like he's always finished in the top ten. But hell, is he retiring I, at I, this point? I've got him aged out. Dude's like you know, Jesus, thirty six years old. Like this is eventually someone's going to not sign you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've just got him aged out. I don't know what else to do with Bethea. He'll probably still be good. Ageless wonder, but currently got him aged out. That's another guy I wanted to touch on. So so good good job doing that for me. I feel like Harrison Smith's another guy that's, yeah, that's, that is always, just, always he's always on the outside looking in at the top yeah, ten, it seems. Like, it, you he would probably average rank for us eleven. Like for, over the past three years. Yeah. Just oh who who you put in there? Uh, I feel like Harrison Smith should have made it, yeah. but I didn't put him there. We, yeah, we can just do that. Captain Eleven. He's he's the he's the twelfth man. That's what we'll just call Harrison Smith twelfth man. Now so, I'll go ahead and give my ten. Go ahead. Riser, guy to watch out for. Nine percent 
owned in myfantasyleague.com. Well, that's because they don't. Not everybody plays defense on that. But nine percent. I know. That's I know. Still, it's still low. That's still under fifty percent owned on uh, defense. It's still low. So, Chuck Clark, Ravens. Ravens. So Earl Thomas is gone. Yeah. They didn't really draft anybody that should that could step right in. Earl Clark, twenty-five-year-old kid, has worked his way up have to they, a starting position. They haven't even signed anybody. They haven't even signed anybody. This guy looked good over the second half of the season. Put up some good, solid numbers. Uh, was not a starter to begin the season. Ended with forty-five solos and twenty-eight assists. Pretty damn respectable you, in a backup role. It really is. Nine pass defenses. In a backup role, a uh, couple forced uh, or a couple fumble recoveries and one forced and an interception. He just looks like he's got a pretty solid chance at being a breakout. So I wanted to put him in at my number ten spot. I don't hate it. I mean, it's a it's a it's a dart throw. I mean, it's not. I'm, I don't have a ton of conviction on this one. I've got some hope. So what I'll say is, I I feel like the Ravens. Or the team that you got to have the special guy to put up the special production. And for years, they had the special guy at safety. They had that special guy at linebacker. They had that special guy at defensive end. And we always saw huge numbers all through their defense, even, you know, in fantasy, uh, from a fantasy aspect. And now they're struggling. They might have a special guy at linebacker, but they don't know which one it is yet. Yeah. You know, they're hoping. You know, hoping both of them pan out. And for their sake, honestly, I love watching that defense click. I've always liked that's a great defense. But I'm just not sure they've got that special guy anywhere in the back half of their defense. Yeah, and I don't think Chuck Clark is that guy. I don't think Chuck Clark is special. I, I think he could be, like, a, a good fantasy producer by default. Yeah. Like, I think he's pretty good. I, I don't think he's a bad player at all. I think he could submit himself in that role for a long time. It's just unknown right now. Like, how good is Chuck Clark? I don't know, and I don't think anyone really knows but I think he's going to be a producer. And to be fair, it is a far, far um, more acceptable pick than Jonathan Abram. So to add kind of uh, a little a little twist on the show, one a, guy to keep an eye twist. on. A twist? A guy to keep an eye on. Isaiah Simmons. I like that. Linebacker twist. Isaiah Simmons, who is listed as the backup safety. Oh, my. They're going to play him all over the place. Yeah, that could give him eligibility. Depending on what happens. If he gets eligibility, if if it's looking like he's starting to play a little bit extra at safety, yeah, um, Simmons could be a very interesting play because you put linebacker numbers in the defensive backfield, and you've got you've got a hell of a producer. I like it. You've got an advantage that nobody else has. I didn't love it at linebacker, but I do love it at safety. I love. I would even. I'll even take the risk and draft him in a startup or draft him where his value is ADP actually is in IDP leagues. I would take the risk to bank on the safety production because that could be huge. If he gets safety designation and plays both positions and racks up tackles at both, my God, the sky could be the limit for a guy like that with that kind of athleticism. I mean, oh yes, just stupidly athletic, stupid fast. Um, and, and the thing is like, I, I didn't put him in the top 10. I just feel like he's, could shock anybody yeah. and be a top ten linebacker, but he could do the same thing, if, especially if he got that designation. That'd be Man. that would be a game changer for somebody's fantasy team. You no, know it's crazy talking about another former Cardinal that did the same thing that they might do with Isaiah Simmons. Dion Buchanan was money mm-hmm. for a minute. 
He was money for Valid. a minute. Isaiah Simmons is much more talented than Dion Buchanan. Yes. And Dion Buchanan was literally a, a high-quality own his first year or two in the league because they did exactly that with him, linebacker-safety hybrid. And he he never came out. If Isaiah Simmons does this, when's he going to come out of the game? They they uh, he, whenever he, they're on offense. You don't have a you know not every linebacker is an every down linebacker. Not every safety is an every down safety. Like there's rotations, but if you got a guy that's playing both positions, he's going to see more snaps than most of the defense. And, and I'm, I'm I'm saying this in a very uh, I think Isaiah Simmons has more talent type aspect, but Mark Barron. Mark Barron's another one. Mark yeah. Barron is a is a three down linebacker because he doesn't come off the field because the dude made the transition from safety. So you get an Isaiah Simmons. And I, listen, as of right now, it's looking like he's going to designate linebacker. I'm just saying it's it's worth maybe overpaying a little bit for the linebacker spot for him. Well, and what about the future it for could, the 2021? He could be designated as safety because he. That's you know, what I'm they, saying. They find his role. So if you overpay a little bit for him to be your uh, your linebacker, you might end up with a really badass safety. Yeah, kind of the opposite of what always happens to Khalil Mack. Yep, like you overpay for him to be the best defensive end in the league, and you end up with a okay linebacker. Yeah, so I, I like that. I like it a lot. I like Isaiah Simmons' talent. I just didn't love it for linebacker, but my God, it's a that's a great shot in the dark as as a high upside safety. Do, 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 do. That wasn't as bad as we thought. No, it was. It was actually I, somehow we've uh, strung together forty five minutes of this. So somehow, some way. Yep. Thanks for listening, folks. I'm almost finished, so just keep going. <laughs> Give some of the check. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for listening. We're gonna. This is. It's getting exciting. Now we get to talk about some breakouts, busts, sleepers, and we should be able to fit them in before the season starts. So stick with us if the season starts, and if it doesn't, guys, we honest to God, we don't know what the hell we're going to do. So I have no idea, no clue. We might be the only show that talks about football for like two years of no football. <laughs> yeah, we might just talk about the past. Like, I'm gonna try it. I think I'm going to continue to try. It's like, hey, 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 hey you, you remember? You remember when? You remember when Patrick Mahomes was was rolling, rolling right, and then threw it left all the way across the field, you know, on a dime. Yep, that was awesome. Today's episode: Thurman Thomas or Christian Okoye? Oh, Thurman Thomas. It's not even close. All right. Well, that backfired. We'll see you guys next time. Adios. Good night. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review.